Hi, welcome to the Dan Bradbury podcast where turnover is vanity, profit is sanity, and cash is king. In this podcast, I'll bring you resources, tips, interviews, and lots more to help to grow your business and make it less dependent on you. Hey guys, Dan Bradbury here with another great strategy. Today is strategy four of seven from profits of profit. As a reminder, these are seven clients of mine who are each generating seven or eight figures in net profit. Last week we were talking about, if you look back on the podcast, we were talking about how to hire world-class people. But today, strategy number four is the single probably most overlooked strategy that determines your business success, and that is pricing. Price strategy, because as Dan Kennedy, the godfather of direct marketing, stated, your price dictates your profits, which ultimately dictates your power, which finally dictates your prosperity. Why? Because your profit margin dictates whether you are tied and limited and restricted in everything that you do or whether you're liberated to experiment and try new things. If you've got margin for error to discover new and better ways of doing things. Here's a great example. Nick Bolton, who is the founder, CEO, owner of the Anima Center for Coaching. Uh, His business was operating for many years. I forget the exact number now, but it was at least five years. It may have been 10 years and he was making six figure revenues. Yes, he was profitable. But all of a sudden, when he cracked the pricing, the one thing that catapulted him forward in a few short years from mid six figure revenues to seven figure profits was getting the pricing right. And in his case, ultimately, that meant significantly increasing the pricing. And for him, significantly increasing the uh, pricing, increasing it by more than 50% did not affect conversion. In fact, conversion rates got better. He was better positioned in the marketplace. So they got more sales, i.e. units. And of course, at a higher price point, more units at a higher price point magnified, compounded the overall revenue and catapulted him to seven figures in net profit. Look back in the podcast feed for an interview that I did with Nick Bolton. However, how does this relate to you? I've also personally had multiple experiences with this strategy. First with a distance learning company that I bought in the late noughties. And one of the first things I did was I doubled the actual price. I'm going to talk about how and why I did that later in this podcast, but I doubled the price, went from just shy of a thousand pounds for our distance learning program to £2,000. And not only did it stick, it actually increased the number of sales and therefore the profit margin was magnified. But I've also done it in non-product-based businesses. I did it with a personal training studio, the first one that I bought. Uh, Many listeners to this podcast know I've got background in health and fitness. In fact, funnily enough, just today I was negotiating on the purchase of another gym and uh, because I believe the fitness industry is going to come back strong, but that's for another time. And in increasing the price that this first personal training studio that I bought by more than 50%, Again, the conversion rates didn't go down. And this personal training studio was restricted because we had a capacity. You know, it was a small unit. It was only about a thousand square feet. So there was only so many clients we could get into the building. And therefore that restricted the amount of money we could make. But the variable we could control was pricing. We significantly increased the price first for new clients. And then we changed it for existing clients as well. And the conversion rate stayed constant. So it multiplied our revenues and our profits without increased workload. So the question is, why don't most people do it? And the answer is very simple. 
fear. They're afraid of what if it goes wrong? What if they lose their revenues? And consequently, they stay trapped and commoditized, right? And you don't want to be in a race to the bottom because ultimately, there's only two ways to win, okay? You can price it like everybody else and then do a better job with costs, you know? And there are some massive companies that have done this, you know, uh, IKEA springs to mind, you could argue to a certain degree, Amazon is similar. Uh, So it can be tremendously profitable, but it's very hard. In fact, I'm going to say impossible to do without serious scale. As a reminder, Amazon wasn't profitable for, for nigh on its first decade in business, and they had significant financial backing. In fact, most of the major conglomerates that sell their strategies being the cheapest as a competitive advantage. The only way it works and translates to profit is because they have massive economies of scale and they have financial backing typically in order to get to that size. So for most small business, that's a failed strategy. So the second strategy is you can position yourself as the best in the market. Use a premium positioning strategy, premium pricing, and then use that increased margin to make it the best product. So not only can you spend more money to deliver a better quality product or service, but you can also spend more money to acquire customers. And then it becomes a virtuous circle because you can outspend from a marketing point of view. You can acquire more leads. You can acquire the best customers. But then you've also got the margins to deliver a quality service, which means they're happy clients. They come back, they refer, you get great reputation and that upward spiral of success. So the key question is, how do you apply this to your business? So I've got a few questions for you that I want you to think about. Write these down, think about them. Number one, how did you come up with your pricing? Okay, what was your strategy? Was it just look at what the marketplace is doing? How did you come up with your pricing? Number two, when did you last test it? I, when did you last test it? When did you last increase your pricing? And how did you dictate what the price went up by? Number three, what do you believe about your pricing? For example, a lot of people say, oh, this is the maximum the market will bear. Well, if that's the case, for those beliefs, I want you to ask yourself, is that really true? So if you answered, oh, well, yeah, we're the most expensive in the market, people won't pay more. I want you to ask the question, is that really true? Because ultimately, it's not pricing that's the problem. It's the beliefs that you have in your head. So once you've answered that and you've thought about how you came up with your current pricing and whether or not it's true, what are the beliefs that are holding you back? I want you to ask yourself the following. What is your product really worth? Okay. Now, there's really only two answers to that. If if you believe that your, your product's worth what you're charging for it, what has to happen for it to be worth more, okay? What has to happen for it to be worth more or really not worth more? Because you might say, well, the problem is the, the client base. The question then would be, what has to happen for them to perceive it as being worth more? Is it get different clients, right? Or is it, no, it's the same type of clients. You've just got to demonstrate, articulate to them about why you are superior to their alternative choices, And if your product, if you answered to your original question, what's your product really worth is it's worth more than you're currently charging, what has to happen for you to get it? Okay, what has to happen for you to be able to get what the product's worth? How do you position it? That's a key question to think about. For example, could you offer a premium version? Right, a lot of people think their product is first class 
and yet they only charge economy prices. And sometimes the easiest way to differentiate is have a dual or trio pricing strategy. So you've got economy, business class, and first class. And then the final key question, which normally has the biggest impact at alleviating the fear, is how could you quickly and safely test these new strategies? So effectively, you look back over those questions, the first were about, okay, how did you get to where you're at now? And the second bunch of questions was about, okay, what has to happen for you to get and charge more, right? And then think of a way that you can test it. It worked for Nick Bolton. Again, look back at previous podcast episodes for that interview with Nick Bolton. It transformed him from mid-six-figure revenues to seven-figure profits in a few short years. And the difference was figuring the price because actually it transformed him almost overnight when he figured out he could charge more than 50% more and get the same conversion rates. And all that extra cash dropped to the bottom line. It just took, you know, the two years to scale up further and go from mid six figure revenues to seven figure net profits. Pricing strategy is key if you're going to have an uber profitable business. And if you're going to join that rare elite group, you know, it's less than 1% of all uh, privately held companies reach seven figure net profits. So good luck. Let me know how you get on, and I'll see you next time. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Three things you need to do now. Number one, make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you do not miss an episode. Also, get on over to Amazon to get a copy of my latest book, Turnover is Vanity, Profit is Sanity, Nine and a Half Steps to Improving Your Profits and Cash Flow. Also, join our Facebook group, the Turnover is Vanity, Profit is Sanity community, to connect with other business owners.